Bonehead Weekly Live. This should be up Sunday. Thank you. It should be up Sunday. We appreciate you all coming tonight, all three of you. <laughs> That's how you know you're in the real shit. Was when the was the nope, nope. Our Brett will be nope. here in a few minutes. Don't assume paid. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I'm curious. Uh, we have some people. For, who traveled the furthest for the show? I came down from the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Wisconsin. Wow. Did, did you happen to bring any cheese curds? I asked because I have not been up and I need to... The last time I bought cheese curds in Wisconsin was maybe with you. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. We were Oddly enough, we were on our way to a convention. Oddly enough. It's <laughs> shocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy got tackled on State Street in Madison <laughs> during game day. I was now, not aware it was game me, day. And that had been funny because I'd have went ahead. Like, but this one, 180 degrees difference. Has anybody ever been to Madison, Wisconsin during game day? It is absolutely nucking fucks. Am I right, ma'am? It is crazy. They're I'd, throwing beers at each other. It was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. I'd love to go back. No, no, we. I I was not aware there was a game. We weren't aware there was a game. We were just checking out the streets because we really were there for a convention for a guy named Harlan Olson. So and, and if you listen to our podcast, you'll get to hear a great story about how I was physically assaulted by Harlan Olson. Does anybody know who Harlan Nelson is? This crowd's a little... Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's on our episode about Dean Coots. He's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> I will come off this stage. I will lose. I will never get on another stage again, but I will... We will... Marquis of Queensbury. He's almost as much about Yeah, exactly. I think he would still be doing it. he is, right? Yeah, he's... That's a great word. James and I have been friends. The three of us have been best friends for years, but... James was like, oh, so I got these tickets. You want to go with me? And I go, where? And he goes, uh, this is the last thing. Harlan Nelson's a very famous science fiction author. If you just Google Speculative fiction. fiction. Oh my God, he will hurt you. Crazy. He's dead and he'll hurt you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so James was like, it's a year out. You want to go? I was like, oh, sure. Six months out. Hey, I got us a room. A room for what? <laughs> All those tickets I got. Tickets for what? You have to know me. About two weeks before? About two or three weeks before, and he goes, I got us a rental car. Rental car for what? <laughs> We're going to Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So I, I actually had a job interview on the way up on the phone. Yep, yeah. And, dropped, and actually ended up getting that job. But anyway, <coughs> we get there. Harlan's really cantankerous. James found out, and I'll let James finish the story, but James found out that there was a Spider-Man glass that he got that busted during an earthquake. Yeah, yeah, lost. yeah. And James found one on eBay just like it and yep. contacted his agent. Agent said, you'll love it, bring it. Harlan didn't love it, James. Actually, Harlan loved it after the fact, but he was not in the best of moods. He and came so, out and said he was dying, I'm dying, and then called you a what, James? I am a ghoul, because I said I drove from Kentucky to meet you. And he said, if you'll drive that far, you must be a ghoul. You're going to take whatever I sign. You're going to sell it. You, sir, are a ghoul. Which wasn't true. No, it's still on my wall. Matter of fact, I had Stan Lee sign as well because it was a Daredevil comic that, that um, Harlan wrote. And there was another writer. And yeah. Like, nah, I credit. Yeah, he, he needed a paycheck, which actually is somewhat true. He did help a lot of other writers when they struggled. But, uh, yeah, and so uh, um, he, he did. He kept the, He kept it. Uh, and then he, uh, but he said, uh, suck in your gut. And he started literally just hitting me in the stomach. 
and it was. Yeah, he hit him in line, so he wouldn't stand still, so he signed his line, and the line just kept getting bigger, and we're, and I had been going to the bar, I, I was with James just having a good time, I didn't give a shit one way or the other, so I was having a good time, I would imagine this before I started doing this, so I looked at James, I said, James, watch this, and he went, oh God, so Harlan's going up and down the line, just won't sit down and sign, and I said, hey, how about I just pay you and sign the damn thing? And that's when he told me to go do things to my mother. Inappropriate things to yourself and others. With her. Yeah. yeah. It's really sad. And but so I got my story and James died. Here. I got mine. And, and the other the other side of that is that I, I later, um, he, he was not a big fan of the Internet, but he did have a BBS he would interact on. And uh, he actually posted something about thank you to who did that. You know the person that brought that, and I was able to exchange it. Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was able. Oh, really? Well, one of us is loud, and the other one isn't. I'm sorry. You could call him an idiot because that microphone isn't attached to shit. Oh, good. <laughs> but they but chances are. <laughs> Speaking of idiots. These are, and you can pick them up on the microphone. Well, anyway, no. So I, I got a very nice letter from him where he called me a mensch and said that I was that I uh, that I was not a troglodyte and I could probably put together uh, solid sentences. And he appreciated the fact that I came. So no, that's true. No, that is true. I've, I've got I've got the letter in my in my basement. That's <laughs> weird to say. Let me say that again. It's in the basement. Hey, come on in. Hey, there's the handler for our guest today. Yay! I love your shirt. We're literally recording live right now. You can come up and tell me. No, that's okay. What would you like to tell me, Tina? What happened? Okay. <laughs> oh, maybe I should pause mine. No, I want to. I want to record. Does anybody? While we're waiting, while they're coming, so it'll be a short one. We only get by about twenty minutes. Does anybody want any having questions for us? We've been doing this a long time, so we can talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. And if you've never heard of our show, what, Joe? Here, What's I'll, wrong with you? <laughs> you have good taste, uh, but but the other part, Joe. If they were going to start, if they've never heard of our show before, what, what what one should they start with? I get asked that question a lot, and I don't have a good answer. I should get a good answer. I because all three of us have different viewpoints, and I like the interviews the most. But those are not our most popular shows. Right. No, which is weird. Our most popular, our most like celebrities coming on the show would be our most popular, right? That stands to reason. That's not true at all. Our most popular things are, are talking about uh, weird presidents. Yeah, our, our most popular episode, as far as at least people clicking on YouTube, is an episode about private detectives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's weird. You would think so. I don't know. I always tell people not to start with one. No, no, we had no idea what we were. Actually, what we should do, since he's sitting in the front row, is also say if you go to our YouTube channel, you can watch a short film we did starring... Crippled guy. <laughs> John Stead, uh, um, called Murder Virgin. Yeah. Murder Virgin. We did a short film called Murder Virgin. It's called that because it's the first time a young lady is trying to kill someone. And I don't know, she weighs about 80 pounds soaking wet, it's and she just... Uh, movie. It's a really scrawny little lady trying to kill a baby. Yeah. And, and she uh, wants to be a serial killer. And yeah, and so... And so they... But that she's going to stop being a murder virgin by murdering John. And by the way, I should give... I really should give you credit, because you're such a good sport. I think we threw more fake blood that dried and was sticky on you than was, than was appropriate. <laughs> That was not part of the movie, sir. <laughs> yeah, 
I d- That's part of the subsequent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, when you filmed that scene, did Joe take you in a back room and not tell you anybody else? <laughs> I took him in a back room, but I told everybody. <laughs> I've got to go back and watch some outtakes. Yeah. 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 I remember. We never talked about that. I never bring it up. I, I bring it up constantly because I want people to see it. Yeah. If if you may not, you may not. Uh, it may not be your favorite <laughs> film. It may not change your view. But it's a horror comedy, and there's not enough of those. And also, it was something that didn't exist, and we put it into the world. There you go. So you guys come for? I'm kind of curious. Back to oh, are our guest here. Nope, nope, just come on in. Come on come in. Come in. We're doing a Leatherface panel. Come on. Come on. You love Leatherhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a running gag now. It's going to be a running gag. Is that a turtle? Yes, or it is. It is. No, it's, a, it's an alligator. Yeah, Leatherhead was the... He's the villain. Yeah. Okay. Oh, was, he, was he from the bayou? Yeah, he's from the bayou. Yeah. Yeah, Leatherhead is... Yeah, I got the action figure in my... In my Display case. Really? <laughs> I've got to speak the next three days, and I just realized I do not blow my voice out on the first panel. So yeah, well, I mean, to the delight of the audience, you should. That's true. That's absolutely true. I'm By sorry. the way, while we're up here, I uh, the lady to my right of me. Does anybody know how security let her on the, on the <laughs> <laughs> same way they let us up here? This is Kat. She's my friend. She does the American Sign Language. She's our ASL interpreter for the whole weekend. Will you guys just give her a hand? She works really good for years and years and years and years. And, years. and for the podcast, you won't be able to see this, but I will say this. Diarrhea, 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 diarrhea. You're welcome. There's a story behind that. Ted, Hold on, I son. Did you it. learn that? So you can use I that later? Not. Joe, is that a run-on sentence? Oh, it is kind of a run-on sentence. That is true. Hey, everybody just keeps looking at us as they walk by. So what do you? what's your favorite movies? Talk to me. What do you guys got? We've met so many different people from so many different horror films. Well, we'll talk about horror films here, but from so many different movies all across. What do you guys like? Tell me. Not all of you at once. For purposes of the weekend, I really like Creep Show. That's just fun. I love Creep Show too. Uh, actually, who's coming to the Creep Show panel at six o'clock? Oh my God! I've got my original one sheet right over here. I'm going to put up front, and it is amazing. And it's signed by Stephen King, Romero, Joe Hill, Stephen King. Signed. And they just released the uh, trailer for the video game today too. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that, Joe? What? They released the trailer for the Creep Show video. No, I didn't see it. Now, are you going to add again that this weekend? Video watching? games. Oh yeah, there's two or three people that uh, have not signed it who need to sign it, and they're going to be here at six o'clock. So I'm going to put that up front. I never do that, but I'm kind of excited because so many people from Creep Show are now uh, dead. So, well, I killed it. It's yeah. amazing what they'll do to avoid talking to you. I know. <laughs> Creep Show. What else we got? We got Friday the Thirteenth over there. Are you a big Jason fan? Yes. Yeah. Lovely redhead in the front. She and I had a beautiful conversation about American Horror Story. I got your choice. Okay. Yeah, have you become the Scarefest for a few years? We have. Did you see the American Horror Story panel we did a few years ago? It's been about six, seven. That was before. the freak show season. Yeah, that was the freak show. It was the freak show, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Naomi Grossman was here. and yeah. Yeah. It was It was, it was well attended. That was a big crowd. American Horror Story was probably riding high at that time. Yeah. Think? That was a big crowd. 
So what I want to do, since you all are target talking, is I want Chad to tell you how he was assaulted by a drunk Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Does anybody know who Matthew Lillard is? Is there a screen fan here? All right, Matthew Lillard. Is <laughs> I was going to say Shaggy, so but okay. I actually just I told Chad this story before while you were. Yeah, go ahead and tell it. No, so when I worked uh, Scarefest, my job was microphone running. When the panels were like large like we didn't want people to have to try to get out of the seats and come to the microphone in the middle also just people were apt not to ask questions so i would run the microphones so uh i was running the microphone and matthew lillard drunk uh was running after people too and i thought he was playing a game with me so i was like okay i'll race you and i ran the next one next thing you know he's chewing me out going what are you doing dude I can handle this. I forget what I've honestly, I, I have not watched a Matthew Lillard film since. <laughs> Won't watch him. I, however, became a lifelong fan. fan. Yeah, I was about to say. So he was drunk as hell. And I was on the stage and he would, what did you say? He was, he was drunk. He's great with his fans, but behind the scenes, he's a lot of fun. But behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hugger too. He is. Big hugger. <laughs> Is he a Doug Jones level hugger? Not that bad. Doug Jones jumped in uh, Chad and I's arms. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got the photo of that yeah. somewhere. Yeah. You guys know who Doug Jones is? He's a creature performer. Oh, my God. Doug Jones is the sweetest human being on earth, but I don't know how many two did get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He, was, uh, he is friendly. He was age safety and Hellboy. Star Trek Discovery, James. Saru. 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 Yeah, he's, really? he's a... He's, Billy. Oh, yeah. Post, 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 post. yeah. Absolutely. Good job. Do you know that one? <laughs> well, These are films, movie. son. Yeah. Films. Yeah. And he got up on the table and he put his feet behind his head. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, later. Later. So uh, he's there with Skeet Ulrich as well. Skeet never got off the stage. He just told uh, Matthew was in the audience, kept telling Skeet how handsome he was as he was sitting next to me. I'm assuming he was referring to Skeet. So <laughs> later that night, we were at the VIP party. And I notice all these women are lined up, and they all keep talking to me. And that doesn't happen because I'm nobody. I don't know if you all are aware of this. And what I didn't realize was that Skeet was hiding from everyone next to me. <laughs> you know? Didn't work. They just kept talking to me, thinking that Skeet and I were hanging out, and that I, I could get them those digits. He was hoping you'd be his, his uh, he could hide in your shadow, but. Oh, hey, I'm not as big as I used to be. No, I do too. Hey, sexy, how are you? <laughs> Deucing, man. I just don't got it for anybody. Right? <laughs> so, who else are some of you guys? What, are, uh, what else do you like? Some of the more movies. Let's keep it going. Let's keep talking. Let's have a good time. Halloween? Halloween? Nick Castle's here this weekend, and I've actually never got to meet him. Yeah, I've, I've met John a couple of times, but I've never met Nick, so I'm actually excited. I'm, I'm really excited about him and Richard Rodgers, because I get questions all the time about who you're excited, who's the best, and I'm like, well, it's usually not who the most popular person is. But I love when Dreyfus played Mike Myers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, are we ready? I'm excited about Nick Castle. All right, this is what I want you to do. We're going to have to cut it a little short. This panel is going to be a little short, but could you give it up for R.A. Melanoff and Brett the Big Shred?
here. For a minute there, I said, wow, Brett oh, Wagner's sure. dressed really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how you doing? You're good, sir. How you doing? Okay for an old man. <laughs> Did we lose Brett? Yes. Oh, oh we lost Brett. My uh, handlers are new this weekend. I'm going to be giving Tina all kinds of hell as we go through. That's <laughs> okay. How you doing? Doing okay for an old man. Okay. So right here, before we get started with questions, we're going to have to cut this a little short because it got started a little late. Um, by the way, lovely to have you here once again. Lovely to have you here every year. But one of the Boneheads, and this is, I'm Joe, that's Chad, that's James. One of the Boneheads, one of their favorite interviews that we ever did, and we were lucky to get it, and we became kind of close with him. And it's all through Mick Strong, but was Jeff Burke. And I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit. I know it's kind of a downer, but Jeff Burr was the director of Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. And I was wondering if you wanted to talk maybe about your favorite story of Jeff, your favorite uh, memory, or anything like that. Or, or you can talk about him like he was a son of a bitch. That's fine. Too. I would be happy. I owe him a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, usually my... Can you hear me without the microphone? Oh, yeah. We can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for several years in a row, my last uh, Halloween appearances in, in an attraction in Asheville. And Jeff lived in Dalton, which is only a couple hours away. So I'd go down there and spend a couple days with him down in Dalton. And I spoke to him about a week and a half ago. I didn't go last year, and now I know why, because he was having health problems. Uh, I spoke to him about a week and a half ago. He said... The doctors caught everything. He do he dodged a bullet, uh, and uh, they gave him a clean bill of health. So we agreed that I would come down there this year. And last Wednesday, I uh, I had a, a, a text. R A, call me A S A P, and it was it was Mark Hanna who discovered Jeff's body and uh, so we talked and I said Mark you know I was coming down there uh, he goes yeah I know and okay so here's the deal when I'd go down there's a really good all-you-can-eat sushi place in <laughs> hey <laughs> sorry well, there's a guy here there's dressed sushi. like a Chinese guy so I've been making sushi jokes oh. so I'm sorry okay. <laughs> anyway really good sushi uh, so, me and Mark Hanna, this gal named Jan, and Buddy, I call him Buddy Burr. I'll make, I may tell you why uh, in a little bit. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Buddy, the four of us would always go to this sushi restaurant. Well, Buddy hated sushi, so, so he would get a chicken plate. And he would not sit in the booth with us. He had to have his chair at the, at the end of the table. So Mark and I were talking, and we decided that it'd be right for me to still go down there. We're going to go to the sushi place. We're going to get him his plate of chicken. And it's okay. It's okay. We didn't mean to make it. But we uh, he was fantastic to us. And Mick, uh, was he and Mick Strong, I know you know Mick. Or, and Mick, Mick Strong? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, he, unfo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Mick gave us our started one of our first celebrity guests 
and we met him at Scarefest several years ago, and he's always been great to yeah. us. Who was your so- first celebrity guest? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mick thinks it's him. That's what he thinks. You know, he just uh, I just produced a movie, and he production designed it. I know. Yeah, he 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 got us in contact with Jeff, and unfortunately, we were supposed to go hang out with Jeff, and we hit it off really well, actually. And because of COVID, weren't able to. And I was just driving by, like you three weeks ago, driving by Dalton, back up with my my kid back from vacation. I was like. Got a schedule with Jeff, and I don't mean to get off on a, on a sad note, but it's it kind of bothered all three of us that we didn't get down there and yeah. do it because we, we got along great. I met him a few years ago, and he was talking to the late uh, Richard, oh my goodness, I forgot their name, at a convention. I'd met <laughs> I know, before. he's killing me because but, I forget his name. Were, and he, was, he was trying to cast a horror film, and he, and he said, oh, well, just come see me, Jeff. It's, it's, I'm at the La Quinta. And Jeff told me this, told this joke that I've remembered now for so many years. La Quinta, that's Spanish for near the Denny's. For what? <laughs> near the, the Denny's. Denny's. Spanish near the Denny's. Near the Denny's. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to know, you know, yes. you want to know why uh, I call him buddy? Yes. Oh, yes, we'd love to hear it. Um, I like very spicy food. You may, <laughs> from the previous... Uh, discussion realized that uh, Jeffrey Cameron Burr did not like spicy food. And I'd always encourage him to enjoy spicy food. He'd go, I've got a very uh, delicate uh, uh, stomach. It's like, it's, it's like a rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good Jeff Burr. Or maybe I, maybe I said, oh, like a rosebud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so from that point on, he was Buddy, short oh. for Rosebud. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So, not it wasn't trying to be a downer. It's just that was the, when we were talking. It's like that's got to be the first question we had to ask you. And I didn't know how many people would bother to bother to ask you and been, yeah. been asking about it. In yeah. my way, it, sorry. And we're gonna and we're gonna put his chair at the end of the table. That's good. Yeah. In my way. And if you're uh, Jeff Burr's work, you. Check out Puppet Master 3 and 4, From a Whisper to a Scream, Night of the Scarecrow. Those are all, and of course, Leatherface, uh, all great works by Jeff Burr. Highly recommend checking all those out. So, that, now that we said, do you have a good story about him uh, doing something completely ridiculous or stupid? Jeff? You talking to me? Yes, of course. Well, you were the only guest. Well, uh, I am? Yeah. Where yeah. the fuck is Brett? <laughs> <laughs> they literally said, oh my God, we lost Brett and left, and that was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, what was the question? I said, I love you. <laughs> I said, uh, what, what's your best or fondest memory working with Jeff? Other than the actual, I, I mean, maybe you want to talk about maybe your best memory of him and, the, and, and maybe Mick, I don't know, or Leatherface. I didn't like Mick. Do you like him now? Did you guys hang out? I'm not going to say that publicly. <laughs> That's okay. I think he's an ass. I think he's an ass. Dude. <laughs> well, you know, he always brings that little dog with him. That damn dog, dog Toby. Yeah. That bothered me. Well, you know, he was stopped by my house a couple of years ago, and I was like, great, you are now that official old fuck who brings a damn dog with him everywhere yeah. he goes. And he said, fuck you. And when he's at an autograph show, he's got that little bed for his dog on his table. Yep. So I've known him for... 30 years. 30 plus years. Yes. 
and uh, we were doing a, uh, a show in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and it was not well publicized, and it was well not well attended, so Mick and I had a lot of chance to talk, and uh, they fed us good at this thing, and we were having dinner one night, and I ended up sitting beside Mick, and I said, hey, Mick, if I were to produce a movie and hire Jeff Burr as director, would you come out of retirement and be our production designer? And he said, well, first of all, I'm not retired, and absolutely I would do it. I said, okay, great. So Jeff, we, we wanted Jeff to direct, the movie's called Pig Hill. Yeah. Uh, we wanted him to direct it, but he, he didn't, didn't want to do it, and now I know why. And it would have killed him uh, because he had his, he had a mini stroke uh, in the middle of April, and that's when we were doing the movie. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would have literally killed him then. So uh, as, it, as it was worked out, we got a fantastic director. Um, anybody see um, uh, Willie's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Oh, that's Kevin Lewis. He's our director. Anybody see Black Phone? Yep. Yes. Jason Baker, the special effects artist. We got him. So... In the long run, it was the perfect choice. And when I spoke to Jeff, he agreed, you know, so. Um, anyway, what was, it, what, what, was, what, what was the point? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, very early in my career, I did a lot of outdoor theaters. You ever been to one? Oh, yeah. Like, do you know about Tecumseh in Chillicothe, Ohio? No. Okay, uh, Boss Colony in uh, Roanoke, Virginia. Yep, yep. That Andy Griffith actually performed mm -hmm. in. And all over the all over the country, mostly in the East, there are these outdoor dramas, and, and they uh, they're like living movies. So, I I had started with a brand new outdoor drama in Texas, and I stayed there for a couple of years, and then I read in a trade paper that Tecumseh in Chillicothe, Ohio, actually brought a Hollywood stuntman in to coordinate the battle scenes. So I packed up my shit and went to Ohio. <laughs> and, uh, you said it correctly, by the way. Huh? You said it correctly, by the way. Ohio. Ohio. And you know, my, 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 my device recognizes it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, because I wanted to meet this, because I, 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 want, I wanted to be a stuntman. Uh, very early on, and uh, so I really enjoyed working uh, at Tecumseh. You know, we rode horses, we had fights and everything. Got to be, and I'm pretty handy, so uh, the stunt coordinator, his name was Jim Winburn, and he has a horror connection. He doubled Nick Castle when Michael Myers got sh shot off the porch. Yeah. And also in Escape from New York, he's one of the guys that got blown up in the raft at the very beginning, escaping from New York. Yeah. So he was my friend and mentor. Uh, what was the point of this? Oh, uh, so 
And then I made some really good friends at that, that show in Ohio, Ohio, and uh, they were talking about going to New York. I said, no, boys, if you want to, if you want to make money, you got to go, go into the movies. So we all decided we'd go to California. And I went there for one purpose and one purpose only, to become a, a, a motion picture star. And I was not going to quit until I achieved that goal. So, uh, so eventually, you know, I did Jeff's student film at USC. I did a bunch of student films at USC uh, because I had read that uh, a guy named uh, George Lucas, <laughs> uh, he did his student film at USC and he hired a guy, uh, Bob Duval. <laughs> Any of those guys do anything? No. <laughs> uh, and his student film was so good that they made it into a feature film, THX 1138. So I, my giant brain calculated that if uh, I went down and did enough uh, student films, I may eventually run into a future George Lucas. And by doing all those student films, it actually paid off four times. I got, I got jobs. <coughs> so, uh, so... And all my friends from Ohio, we all did this student film. It was a Civil War film. And half of us were from north of the Mason-Dixon line, and half of us were from south of the Mason-Dixon line. So we were the cast of the, you know, and we walked in there. We walked in there, and I go, well, boys, your problems are over. Here's your cast, you know. Yeah. And, so, and we just all uh, remained very close. And when uh, Jeff got the job, to direct Chainsaw 3, and he hired me, and he hired a lot of the guys from the student film. So one night, I, I don't know how familiar you are with the film, but uh, toward the beginning of the film, um, when uh, Michelle and what was uh, Billy Butler's character? Oh, I don't. Ryan or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, when... The, they're at a they're at a roadblock, uh -huh. and, and that deputy dog sheriff yeah. coming from yeah. going to mm -hmm. that was one of our friends. Uh, guys in the body pit in the hazmat suits. Yeah, one of them was our friend, and somebody else. So I wasn't even on the schedule for that night, and I rode out just to hang out. And we were all sitting at the table, and I said, "Boys, we did it. We 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 are in." A Hollywood movie, yeah, you know, and that was, you know, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to come, go to Hollywood, be a movie star, and make movies with my buddies. And damn it, that's exactly what you did. Yes, and let's give it up. Before Jack goes in, did you, did you, because uh, another friend of Jack, well, worked with Jack was C. Courtney Joyner. Did you C. Know? Courtney? Yeah, yeah, C. Courtney called me that He's been day. on the show with us too. Yeah. I call. I call. Friends of Jeff, yeah. I call them fobs. Hmm. Friends of Burr, yeah, yeah, and there are a ton of them. Yeah, see Courtney, I talked to him that Wednesday when I found out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what, anyway, go ahead, Jeff. So you know, well, no, about 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre since you were talking about that. I did, I'm just curious, cause, and I'm, you've probably talked to this story, but I haven't heard it from you. Well, how did you feel about them just basically ripping it apart? Like, you know, it's basically the cleanest Texas Chainsaw Massacre film there is because they cut out all the violence, all the yes. gore. Um, yeah, white-haired Jack Valenti and a stop police of the MPAA. Yeah. Uh, that caused us problems because our original opening date was November 3rd, 1989. Yeah. Uh, as it was, opened it, I think, number 11. Uh, if we had opened, uh, and, and that was in January where they dump, uh, you know, right. dump pictures. Mm -hmm. If we had opened up on a third, I'm positive we would have been in the top 10. And, uh, I would have been able to exercise my option to do four and five as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so now that you mention it, is there any children in here? No. No. Okay, I got, fuck yeah. I got fucked in the ass by the MPAA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I never thought about that before. When did really? you know? When did you? Did you not know it was cut like that until you saw it? Uh, I mean, no, I think, you know, Jeff would tell me uh, that it was. He had to keep sending it back, sending it back, um, you know. For lack of a better way of putting it, did Jeff ever tell you, and I, forgive me on this, why they had such a hard-on for cutting Texas Chainsaw 3? Because there's so many other bigger films, studio films, well, that were gory as shit. Why they wanted to, and, and the other two were gory. I mean, Toby's that came out... Four years beforehand, as goofy as it was, it was gory well, as hell. Actually, if you rewatch the original, it's not that gory. Right, right, right. right. But um, when when it, but when you compare it to part three, part three is almost a kid's film, basically, because they cut out everything. Well, yeah. I think it was because, like Jason and Freddy mm -hmm. and Michael Myers, they're all supernatural. Right. But the Sawyer family is human, and that hit too close to home. Yeah. In the original filming. Uh, the little girl played by Jennifer Banco. Yeah. Yes. She's actually the one that pulls the the release cord that that swings the sledgehammer down into Billy's head. Oh, see, I didn't know. Yeah, that's okay. And, and they had issues with that. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's just tough, and it just hits you all at once, and it's kind of. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that it got postponed those three months. Yeah, and oh, by the way, speaking of Jeff Burr, he got fired. On that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he replaced the director at the 11th hour, too, right? Yes. Just a week or two out from yes. filming. He was, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who the original director was. I don't, I don't think, know either. I don't think Mick ever told me, because I think Mick was there beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, he got fired and doing night shoots, and I was getting ready to go home, and he came up to my truck, and he said, hey, uh, I got fired. And I said, I said, you did? He goes, yeah. I said, well, do you want me to quit? Uh, and I will. He said, no, 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 no. Stay with the movie. Then he got rehired the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it's a good thing I didn't quit. And with that, I am so sorry because we're starting late. We have to end this. But will you please? We're going to do all we can until we coming and we get all the events. He is a scarecrow stable and he means the world to us. Thank you so much. Sorry.
Mm-hmm. <laughs>